When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Out of paper, out of stock There's friendly faces around the block Break loose from the chains That are causing you pain Call Michael and Stanley, Jim Dwight Creed Call Andy and Kelly your business paper needs or Dundamip, then the people versus paper people Dundamip, then the people versus paper people Dundamip, then the people versus paper people. Hello and welcome to the Michael Scott Podcast Company, a show for fans of The Office by fans of The Office. I'm your host and brother with the jet skis, Sean Roney. And I'm Edwin James, basketball team's secret weapon. And with us, as always, our producer in the warehouse, Mr. Alex Ward. Your art was the prettiest art of all art. (laughs) Every week we get together and talk about our favorite show, NBC's The Office. This week, we're discussing Roy Anderson. Uh, and after that, we'll go to the conference room where we're going to, um, we'll do some follow up on our, uh, office themed theme park uh, ideas because we got a lot of responses about that and then we'll finish up with some trivia uh, yeah we got great great uh, people got yeah. really involved in the theme park stuff so i love it excited to share a bunch of that too That's also amazing. we got fairly enough you know you get we got raked across the coals a bit for some of our uh blank outs on the alphabet game from last week as well. <laughs> yeah. so we'll share some of that criticism <laughs> but it's hard to do in the moment i just want to say it's it's, yeah. it's harder than it looks that's what she said well let's get into today's topic roy anderson uh i'll start with uh let's see oh no i lost it never mind i was gonna read (laughs) i was gonna read that meme that's like pam and roy's relationship from the office that taught everyone that some people are just toxic and the only thing you can do is break free start your own gravel company Learn to play the piano because your Laura is out there. (laughs) It's Um, a whole different way to think about Roy. Yeah. (laughs) Split the script. Exactly. Um, But but yeah, Roy Roy Anderson, a complex uh, character, no doubt. Is he? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, by by season nine... uh, He's certainly a, a different man than than what we know of uh, throughout the first three seasons. I mean, the bulk of his involvement is season two. That's sort of uh, where he's still a main, almost a main character in, in some ways, at least plot wise. Yeah. Uh, and he is again yet another extension of a, a BBC Office character, uh, which was I'm blanking on his name right Lee. now. Lee, Lee, yes. thank you, uh, Lee and Dawn. Um, and he's an extension of Lee, and they did a very good job, I thought, casting and bringing the same kind of energy to that that role yeah. when in, in our some of our conversations leading up to this episode you guys have been like i don't know how much there is to say you know you, you've expressed a little of that and i think the more i, I watched into this or I, the more i tried to like think about roy in the show the more i found him very interesting like he has a very totally. very specific function in the show and i think uh it, let's start there what yeah. tell us tell us about the what, what do you tell us about your thoughts there sure so uh, Roy is is so often kind of the foil to Jim, and specifically within the Jim Pam relationship, he mm-hmm. um, is kind of drawn as the opposite of Jim in some sorts of ways. Um, like for example, when uh, he and Jim are talking about um, 
I think this is in, well, he says to Jim, I'm glad uh, that she has a friend at work. So she doesn't come home. She's like, bop, 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 yes. He's like, yeah. yeah, I like talking to her too. So there's, there's the, uh, <laughs> and then he's, he, Roy is kind of the obstacle for Jim and Pam. Yes. Um, but at the same time, while we do see Jim and, or while we do see Roy and Pam kind of grow apart or they're they're they, they don't end up together. Right. In a, in a way that I think we agree makes sense. Yeah. Um, the way they balance it in the show is really interesting. So like Roy and Pam have moments together mm-hmm. and um, they just, they're just never on the same page. Yeah, um, they have. I mean, cause as we know, they basically are high school sweethearts. Essentially, right. Yeah. Right. And they do a very good job. I think of, of expressing that they've, they've grown up into adults and they're pretty different people now, but they still have an intimacy that you'd only have from someone that like you've been dating since you were, you know, 16 um, where they, it's it's there's moments where it's very clear they know each other. Uh, what comes to mind is you know when they're playing the Up Jenkins game with the coin at Poor Richards, and he's mm-hmm. I can read you like a book, and they have kind of a flirty moment there. Um, right. Yeah, or and, just like or even just seeing how um, how Roy is with Pam's mom in season mm-hmm. two. He's really nice to Pam's mom. Um, uh, he uh, and and at Phyllis's wedding when he when he bribes the band to play their their song mm-hmm. yeah when i when i think uh my first thoughts when thinking back on pam and roy's relationship are a lot of the uh difficult moments and the moments when they're not on the same page where uh roy doesn't want to stay at chili's during the dundies uh yeah and he doesn't want to go out for drinks with them i think that's in the pilot um but in re-watching his scenes i was i was uh I was intrigued at how many moments they do show them like together, like kissing. There's that scene where like Pam is sitting on Jim's desk and she and Roy mm-hmm. have a moment then like they're there. They do a lot uh, in the early couple seasons to make it feel like Jim's uh, that the, the Jim and Pam relationship is kind of impossible. It seems so far away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, a big they dude. Do have, they have nice moments as well. Roy and Pam. They do. They do. Yeah. They do. And some of that, like, like when he goes to the art show, uh, a line that sticks out to me is when he shows up at the art show with his brother and he's like, he's like, look at this. Like, I'm here. None of the office is here. It's, mm-hmm. it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Like, yeah. <laughs> I brought my brother. <laughs> <laughs> brought my brother. That's, that's pretty cool. Uh, like, it's clear he's like, he knows that it, he is not good at this stuff. Uh, I, when I say stuff, the, the minutia of being in a relationship, he's not very good at doing that stuff. And well, he's, he's and, sort of uh, surprised by his own uh, appearance at the art show. <laughs> when yeah. he leaves... He says, it's cool that I go, right? I looked at all of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's also rewatching that scene. Uh, the body language on Kenny, it's so clear he's like trying to get Roy being like, can we go, dude? Like, can yeah. we just go? Yeah. Um, and Kenny seems to be quite a, a terrible influence on Roy. Uh, 100%. <laughs> he's well, maybe the most one-dimensional character in the entire show. Yeah. He only uh, cares about jet skis and leaving wherever they are. Yeah, that's not true. He also cares about Roy's sports car in season nine. Oh, sure. Yes, his $50,000 sports car. Before we get, I mean, too, like, sympathetic towards Roy, I just want to state that I don't (laughs) don't like Roy at all. I mean, he's, (laughs) he is, he is a really shitty guy. I disagree. I disagree a little bit. Okay, but even, even your example of him going to the art show, that ends with him being like, so, are you going to come over and stay at my place tonight? Like, it is always about him and his what he wants. Uh, um, I don't. I don't think that he is has learned his his lesson in season three, and I don't think that we know enough about his relationship with Laura to think to think any better of him. <laughs> wow! <laughs> for just not for getting any married chances. in season yeah. nine. No, no. I, I well. I mean, we can we can get into it more. But well, I know. Yeah, I, I think. I mean, that's that's an important point to raise. I mean, the reason that those moments stood out to me in rewatching these Roy see, these scenes with Roy now is because my first instinct or take on him is pretty negative, as, as the show kind of frames him up. Right. Um, at the very least, they're they're a bad fit, Pam and Roy. Uh, I just, yeah. yeah, I think, I mean, it, you, we, obviously we hate Roy because we want Jim and Pam together and he's, he is the person in the way of that. Um, I think that you even could have I think made... Pam is also uh, very much in, in her own yeah, way. Yeah, I would agree with that. Okay, yeah, yeah sure. They're together. Sure. Mm-hmm. They're in a relationship yes. together. 
but that's complicated to hate Pam because you want Pam and Jim to be together. So it's you like easier it. You like your hate to, to be hate very simple Roy. and straightforward. Right, yeah. That's what you like. <laughs> but, but, uh, I feel like you would love Roy. He brings so much bleakness. I do. But <laughs> but I just want to say that I don't feel I don't I love Roy because he's so terrible and always in the way. And like I think that he's not a good guy all the way to the end of the show. All the way to season wow. 9. Mhm. I don't think we know enough to make a judgment of whether he's a good guy or not. I just think we see we only see the bad sides of him because okay. he's in a bad relationship. I think whether or not Roy is good or bad isn't that interesting of a question. I think what's yeah. interesting to me is how the writers use him to kind of do the will they want they thing with Jim and Pam. I think that the he could have shows up and the way that he's not there. And yeah. Yeah. The way that but, there are a lot of moments when he could choose to be part of the group or the writers could include him as part of the overall group. And he self selects out. He doesn't want to go for drinks. Um, Pam has to say like a bunch of us are going to uh, poor Richards tonight. And he's yeah. like, now nah, we sold the jet skis. We're going to go get hammered. And she's like, well, we're going to go to a bar. Yeah. And she says, hey, if you're my boyfriend now, you have to do boyfriend stuff. He's always removing himself mm-hmm. from, right. like, the office group. Mm-hmm. See, I think it's Kenny is the real issue here. But, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Look, I think that – I think what I'm saying, too, is that is that I think that because of his position in the show, it would it could be interesting that, like, we hate him because he's in the way of Jim and Pam – but he could be more of a sympathetic character. But he's sure. even the times when he could be more sympathetic, he's not. Uh, like, like when Roy sees Jim at the bar in Crime Aid, mm-hmm. when they go run, when they all leave the um, the auction to go to the bar, uh, Roy is super weird towards Jim and like does in like shouts his name Halpert across the bar, just like he did when he was gonna attack him. And then walks up to him and is like, relax, man. I'm not going to, like, hit you. He's, like, so condescending. And then and then when he's, like, congratulates Jim for Jim and Pam being engaged, he just, like, gives him a side handshake, no eye contact. And then he's, like, and then when he talks about when Jim's, like, oh, yeah, it's going great. She's in New York and she went out with her friends. Like, he's, like, wow, I thought you were her friend. Like, he is, like, still harboring a lot of hate and uh hmm. is uh a dick in that I moment think you're harboring a lot of hate. yeah do you, <laughs> alex do you read that scene in the same way no like, not you, at all yeah really and and i don't no. i don't necessarily like want to like the point of that isn't to defend roy or anything yeah it's, yeah it's, it's more about clear. the awkward moment that they set up where jim has has true fear in his eyes you know when, yeah yeah when uh, i think yeah. When uh, Jim, and uh, that handshake is so awkward. I would thank yes. you, thank you for bringing yeah. this up. The, little, the way the he little, holds like, his hand straight yeah, up. It's <laughs> yeah, like and he's, it's it's just odd. Yeah, and then the the outcome of that is that Jim goes to go see Pam, and then eventually turns off and turns around. He's like, "We're not that couple." So the whole point right. of that is to show that he's not like Roy. So I mean, I, I agree that like the point is to kind of the. the it's kind of a rejection of what Roy would do. Yes. Which yes. is the point. I just, I don't know. I, and, and again, like, I'm not trying to defend Roy or anything. I just, I saw that scene as more of just a weird, awkward moment. And in a weird way, yeah, like, but kind who's of, make, who's making it awkward? Roy. Is. I mean, I mean, Roy's also kind of trying to clear the air a little bit. Yeah. They're just, the, the, he's just very different from Jim. Like, look, I agree. I don't think Roy's the greatest. I think Roy's pretty immature. Clearly. Yeah. He's resorting to physical, a physical confrontation with Jim. When Pam is trying to be honest and open and say, I'd like a fresh start. And to do that, we need to tell each other everything. I kissed Jim at casino night. He flips out. Oh, right. man, that that is his worst moment for sure. That's yeah. really yes. bad. Like he's he That's resorts the problem to this. I'm listening. Yes. <laughs> he has this sort of boneheaded like he, they, they play him up like he was this uh, like a dumb high school jock and he gets what he wants through being strong. Right. That's sort mm-hmm. of how he's portrayed on the show. Mm-hmm. Well, but he's really just a plot yeah. device. Like that's kind of what Roy is. Yeah. I, I agree. Yes. And in season three, Roy kind of comes in after that that ridiculous DUI mugshot uh <laughs> and talks about how he wants to win Pam back. Right. And <laughs> like he does he has all these kind of uh they're kind of clumsy moves, you know? Yeah. And trying right. to and trying to rebuild that. And no. then once they finally are back together, they're back together for like one episode. 
Yeah. And Pam yeah. says, now that I'm back with Roy, I think that shows immaturity. Uh, that shows maturity, although I don't want to be braggy. And then mm-hmm. one episode later, Roy is 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 destroying a bar. Yeah. You know. So yeah, yeah, I agree that that's by far his lowest moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I, it's not like we see enough of Roy's behavior to know that he's not. Pam is Pam is wise to not be in that relationship anymore. Clearly, they were both they both got comfortable with that relationship. They weren't challenging each other. They weren't growing together in any way. It had to stop. And I don't think it benefited either of them. Um, if Roy, see, the, for me, you were like, well, we don't know how he treats Laura. So I can't say that he's any better by the end. But I well, think the whole point of the end is like that he has, maybe he's found someone he's actually way more compatible with. Maybe he sure. was never that compatible with Pam. I think that scene on Booze Cruise, I think that scene on Booze Cruise is there specifically to be like, like Roy is someone who would date a high school cheerleader, not the artsy girl in a turtleneck. Right. Like it's right. just, it's never been a good match from the start. True. Correct. Yeah. And so what we see is that dissonance and the way that Roy's acting is not great. It's reprehensible in, in a lot of cases, but I think show if he was with the right person, maybe some of those things aren't, aren't necessarily there. The two lines that stand that stood out to me the most in watching these scenes, number one in booze cruise, when uh, Roy is doing snorkel shots, <laughs> Roy is doing a snorkel shot, and then Pam says, uh, "Do you?" Pam t- does not want to do one. She says, "Can we find a quieter place to hang out?" And he's like, "I just gotta wait for Daryl to take his." And so Jim and Pam go out to the. They go out to the deck, and yeah. Pam says, "Sometimes I don't get Roy." And mm-hmm. then later, at, mm-hmm. uh, in the negotiation, after after uh, Roy is uh, defeated by Dwight and his pepper spray, and Roy and Pam have that last meeting in the restaurant and Roy says, you're not even going to try to date him. And he says, I don't get you, Pam. Like those are the two lines that Mm -hmm. they just verbalize that they don't get each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's true. I I mean, that is one of the few moments when I like Roy, uh, that, that particular scene in the diner when he's kind of is just like, you know, saying like, you should date him if that's what, if that's what you want. Um, but I, I don't know. I mean, even I just don't think that he's like matured a lot by the wedding. I feel like I'm remember when I remember the wedding, Roy's wedding in season nine, I think that he's matured a lot, but what we see is him. I mean, not much at all. I mean, he says he makes a joke that he dodged a bullet on marrying Pam, which is, I don't know, kind of a weird joke. And then Kenny walks right up and says, quit hanging out with this haircut. This guy's got a $50,000 sports car. And then um, and then also, I mean, the only thing that we really learn about Laura is that Roy says he's her mystery girl. Um, so it's a relationship built on secrets. So, you know. <laughs> uh, well, like, he, like he wasn't boxing also. Yeah, exactly. They just lie think- to each other, so. I mean, I think I, I do. I love that they go to Roy's wedding and that it, and the whole point is that it seems great that he seems like he's yeah. right. Gone like on Pam's else. trying to shovel down food because she's like, there's not going to be food at this thing mm-hmm. because of this, in, in Jim and Pam at the same time are trying to come up with or Jim has uh, said yes to the company, but hasn't told Pam yet, even though they both agreed. No. Right. So like Jim is yeah. holding on to this big secret. Yeah. Um, mm, right. and, and we've this whole time we've thought that Jim and Pam were sort of the. You know, they're like the the hero couple mm-hmm. of the office. Right. I, I will I, I do agree though that like Roy has a ton of really low moments. Like when uh early on, season one, season two, when he's like making fun of Michael. Um oh, yeah. like yeah. Michael comes out and asks Daryl and, and Roy and a couple of the other warehouse guys, I think I think Lonnie is there for right. a joke and they just make fun of him a lot. Um, yeah, a lot of and they make animal noises as Michael walks yeah. away. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. They're the same thing in the carpet. They're kinda yeah. making fun of him and mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they're not great. Like I would, they're not, they don't seem like very fun to hang out with or be around. Um, yeah. Uh, Roy doesn't get anything for Valentine's day for Pam and then tells her that she's going to get the best sex of her life, which is, just... I do think <laughs> that another function that Roy plays kind of along with Daryl is that they can, they're the only ones who can kind of make fun of Michael. Yeah. In the first few seasons before Michael yeah. is a little bit on more equal footing with the rest of the ensemble in terms of the lines that they can say, kind of what they can say back and forth to each other. So there is a little bit of relief that Daryl and Roy can have in making fun of Michael. And Michael is so clearly bothered 
by their criticism. You know, they're mm-hmm. both physically bigger than Michael, um, and they can kind of make fun of him in that way. Um, I, but yeah. I think a lot of his character for the first few seasons to me is in really summarized in the fire, where there's a moment where they're all waiting outside the building. Roy comes over and he has this kind of self-aware moment where he's just like, "Hey, can I hang out with you guys?" Sometimes the warehouse guys can be real jackasses. Oh, that's yeah, right. He sort I of, love he's that. like, a, but then, but then right after that, they're playing the like, "Who would you do?" And he describes Angela right in front of Pam. Yeah, he's like, "Who's mm. that little uptight blonde girl?" <laughs> <laughs> I know it's it's like it's like well, there it is. He's like he's aware enough to be like, "Ah, the warehouse guys are jackasses. Can I hang with you?" And then he's like, "You're being a jackass right now. Like, yeah, can you?" Can you get out of here? I guess um, that's the perfect word for for Roy is jackass. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> I mean, you need but, a jackass, but overall, uh, it's 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 difficult to be around. That's another like good moment though, where the where the writing is kind of like they set up, they create this sort of tension and and like in the the bleakness or this uh, by the fact that it sets up Roy to just say his fiance's name and he doesn't, mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. Pam is upset, you know, um, or. Um, the booze cruise moment when Roy talks to Captain Jack about almost dying and then gets up and sets a date with Pam and they have that and Pam and Roy are all, they're all celebrating. And then when Jim is talking to Michael, Michael says, yeah, Roy said the first engagement didn't count. <laughs> and Jim is just so disappointed by that news. Yes. yes. Uh, he has that. I know. Mm-hmm. Or when she's making, you know, at the table that, like, Oh, miss artsy fartsy. She wore the turtlenecks, you know, and she's like, Oh, that's so funny. And Jim's just like, well, it's not, not that funny you know i like, feel like other instances of uh will they won't they in tv is a lot of opposites attract yeah two characters that kind of hate each other but end up being a perfect fit and in this one there are two characters that clearly get along so well but they have roy in, in between them roy and pam's yeah. relationship in between them mm-hmm. and it, they really play it up like like katie and roy are actually the perfect couple like they mm. need to be switching seats at that table well uh, that's what roy says he's like if i weren't dating pam i'd be all over that yeah, Pamela, yeah. we're engaged. Like, come on, dude. <laughs> come on, bro. Come on, dude. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. <laughs> I, I, I love the way that they balance those those kinds of moments where Roy mm-hmm. puts his foot in his mouth, where Roy's super immature, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then later when like that Roy and Pam can still have moments, um, like in, um, I think it's back from vacation where they're sitting there and Roy says, you know, you wanted to go to Hawaii and I want to go to Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, right. Yeah. Yeah, um, uh, they can just kind of have a little moment like that together. I, just, I love that the, that the writing of the show is there's a there's an ebb and a flow, you know, chicken or fish. Yeah. Lunch for the next five weeks. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, speaking That's, of that booze. might be the bleakest moment in the show. Lunch for the <laughs> yeah. next five weeks is chicken oh. or fish and a foil on a paper plate. Uh, uh, having... Did you ever pick fish? <laughs> never. No, never. <laughs> having. <laughs> Uh, by the way, speaking of that scene in Booze Cruise where they set the wedding date, having just set my own wedding date in a venue, that is not how it works. You don't just be like, how about June 5th or whatever? Yeah, like, right. No, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Maybe, maybe in Scranton, PA. Maybe. They also maybe never in 2006 why... in Scranton. <laughs> they also never explained why Roy's wedding is at 8 a.m. in season nine. They, I know. I was. So weird. I tried to On find weekday, deleted right? scenes from that episode. On a weekday. That... They talk about how it's weird, but they never explain why. Yeah. Hmm. Gravel business, maybe they work the a lot on the weekends, you know? So that they can know. go back to work after the wedding, I guess. <laughs> it's yeah. really the only no, reason. He worked hard. Yeah. How do you think he got that car? Mm-hmm. Um, All the jet ski money? <laughs> <laughs> uh, by, quick question, though. Because this, this is a very tough situation for Pam, which is, would you rather have Pete and Tom as your brother-in-law or Kenny as your brother-in-law? <laughs> mm. uh, Kenny. <laughs> probably Kenny. <laughs> At least he might get on a jet ski every now and then. Yeah. He's I probably mean, got a boat by now. The difference seems to be that Jim doesn't really care that much for Pete and Tom. And that Roy <laughs> is very susceptible to what Kenny right. says. Kenny all Kenny will be over for dinner every night. It's a <laughs> yeah. it's a lose lose situation. You gotta yeah. take you take a bath on the wave runners and then a couple years later you bought two motorcycles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Or something um, along those lines. I, I guess, wonder too. I guess you get to be with Jim with Pete and Tom, so I guess you go Pete and Tom. <laughs> <laughs> One thing that I was thinking about is um so obviously Daryl becomes such a good friend to Jim and to Pam. Yeah. Jim and Jim and Daryl are roommates in Philly. How does that work out with Daryl seemingly being friends with Roy throughout this entire time? Right. Like are, are Daryl and Roy still good friends through this whole thing? I mean, we see them greet each other at at Roy's wedding, but 
it, it, right. that's what I was gonna say. The greeting at the wedding seems like they haven't seen each other in a while. I would I would guess so, and maybe I, who knows if Roy went somewhere else for a while or doing his business. But yeah, it seems like would he've offered a job to Daryl at some point with his it's gravel been business. Four years since because Crymaids in season five, right? Yeah. So it's been four years since that moment. So I mean, it's right. possible that they haven't talked much in that time. He's been busy starting a gravel company. I also wonder too. Where did he get the gravel to start his <laughs> gravel company? Maybe from the maybe oh, Creed from Creed the quarry him up in the quarry. Yeah, <laughs> is that what Creed is throwing down there? Little rocks, <laughs> gravel. Wow. <laughs> Roy just went and picked them all. Roy, at his lowest moment, stumbled drunk into the quarry and went down there. And Creed was there. And they had a long talk. And they were throwing rocks. And Roy was like, that's it. There's not a gravel company in this town. All I got to do is take big rocks, throw them down into the quarry. They break into gravel. Son. I imagine Creed delivers his lines. Go get him, kid. Creed's like, uh, similar to the way he says, these carpets uh, were in need of a good mopping. (laughs) <laughs> this town is in need of a good graveling. Go get him, kid. Yeah. Um, I feel like we haven't really mentioned Roy deciding to kill Jim Halpert and then mm. going into the office and approaching him like he's going to attack him in front of a room full of people. He pulls his fist back. He's ready to go. Yeah, yeah. he he really was going to beat the shit out of Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, I didn't want to go a whole Roy episode without mentioning that in, uh, in detail. That was, I mean, I think uh, that's, he... that's why, I, I mean, again, like why Roy is a unique character is because he's such a fixture in the early seasons and then he's gone after season three for the rest of the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There aren't, there aren't yeah. a lot of characters like that, um, that yeah. we see so much of early on that don't end up having bigger roles as the show goes on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Jan would be the closest maybe. Yeah, maybe uh, she's Jan. a little more hands-on, but she she's again she sticks around a little longer, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, but th- yeah, those two are the most like he's he's sort of he's does sort of a set spike for the rest of the show with Jim and Pam. Basically, that's what he is. He that's shows up in Threat Level Midnight as a hostage. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I was right. going to say he does make an appearance <laughs> in that, of course. Uh, and then he was in Zero Dark Thirty, right? With uh, isn't he's that a lot uh, of stuff actually? Yeah. The, He's the, in Mayor of Easttown, which I haven't watched. But Dave, David oh, Denman. Yeah. Oh, I just started watching that. That's right. He's supposed to be the perfect husband in that mm-hmm. show, too. Oh, and he's in... Uh... Doesn't that also take place in Pennsylvania? Uh, it does. I, I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah, I haven't... I actually, Isn't I he didn't... a Logan Lucky? Isn't he the... He's a, yeah, he is a role in Logan he's Lucky. Like the, yeah. He's like the new husband of, the, of, of his ex. That's yeah. right. Channing Tatum's yeah. ex, yeah. Um, I, I just realized that I didn't mention at the top of the show, Roy Anderson is played by De- David Denman. David Denman. Um, so there David you go. Denman. <laughs> uh, who, who's the actor that we're talking about now? Um, well, what, Eddie, Eddie All these had... roles we discussed, he's either, he's either like the foil to a perfect husband or like he is the perfect husband. Yeah. One or the other. He's either Roy from the warehouse or Roy with that sweater impressing <laughs> Pam's mom. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's... Oldies? <laughs> In Mayor of Easttown, he's like uh, Kate Winslet. Is it Kate Winslet? In that yeah. show, uh, yeah, yeah. he's Kate Winslet's like ex-husband, like the one who got away, basically. Oh, uh, <laughs> wow. I guess this—that's just his corner. He's yeah. just—he's either yeah, uh, that's funny. And he and he found a new wife who everyone's super happy for him, <laughs> and <laughs> she's just miserable. So uh, I'm only one episode in, but it was—it's it's looking good. Um, <laughs> um, anyways, back to Roy. Any any. Final thoughts on Roy? I think we, I think we. I mean, I, the, I, I really like. Uh, it feels like the biggest outside of um, when Roy actually attacks him and is it is uh, dismissed by Dwight Schrute. Uh, mm-hmm. The the basketball game is so interesting as a uh, actual sort of competition between them. Yeah, that there that Pam frames it up as Roy's pretty competitive, so. We were going to take the jet skis out on the lake. And Jim says, well, I'm pretty competitive, too. And they have a lot of moments where they're matched up one-on-one. Roy mm-hmm. hits him with the elbow. Yeah. Hits him mm-hmm. With that behind-the-back dribble. 
Yeah. Uh, well, uh, you know, you, hey, you reach Jim teaches, you know, on yeah. that move. <laughs> he really pushes that forearm out to get that space for that jump. He does. Too. Yeah, he does. It was a well choreographed. Uh, yeah. The dive for the steel just curls mm -hmm. around him. Sweet he he used finish. that elbow to get that mm -hmm. space for the jumper. Yeah. 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 I uh, one thing. I mean, the basketball scene will always make me laugh for the for the sake of Steve Carell. Just being totally unhinged. Um, what is wrong with me today? When he, uh, <laughs> all right, everyone, everyone, time out, time out. Bring it in. When, um, when Michael starts dribbling up the court and whistling the Harlem Globetrotter song, and Roy just picks his pocket and runs it back for a layup. That's that might be my favorite Roy moment. Uh huh. Well, so Roy is saying like when he when they have the uh, conversation on the boat with Katie and he says, I think we played you guys. Do you, I, I, I was assuming Roy was a high school football player or was a basketball. Oh, yeah. Do you think must've been football? Seems like he's got it. Yeah. It yes. was golf. He, just happened he plays basketball. Yeah. He plays basketball like a football player. Like if you yeah. like playing pickup, you can be like, Oh, this guy played football and he's good at basketball. Cause he was good at football. <laughs> Cause he's big and strong. Five rebounds, uh, 12 fouls. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Just a big body. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> I, I, want to say that yeah my, my hot take is that uh you mm -hmm. know the the wedding in season nine or or the moment in the diner when roy tells pam to uh that he she should date jim all these moments i i don't think um do much to take away from the fact that that roy is shitty he's he's violent he's jealous he has bad taste in food and entertainment uh, he's, uh, he's, get him, Sean. He's get him. Rude. <laughs> yeah. But, but, uh, but just like you said, Alex, uh, that's why I love him. I, I think he's a very. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> but that is why I think he's great in the show, and and I think that David Denman does a really good job of playing him. I think that we can see the times that Roy's conflicted because of David Denman his performance but then we always see roy make the wrong decision in the end uh yeah. most of the time um so um uh so that's why i think uh I, I, yeah i just i think roy's a, a great character and actually really fun to uh debate and discuss yeah yeah i mean i i, I don't i don't think we're necessarily like debating or trying great to defend roy in any battling way. it out <laughs> You guys think just, he's great. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm I was just really drawn to the way they wrote him in the early seasons, you know? Yeah. Like the way they used him as the as the obstacle for the Jim mm -hmm. and Pam relationship. And then even at the end, when they make him a, a little twist, a little flip on perspective mm -hmm. to see Jim and Pam in another light. I thought that was just really great. He's um, kind of the he's the he's the stir that that's that uh the spoon that stirs the drink in the early seasons yeah. for Jim and Pam. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. And uh He, he yeah. gets out of buying the iPod. We didn't talk about that, buys the knockoff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now I don't have oh, to yeah, get you the one. The Prism Duro Sport. Yeah. Like, I don't so know, he'll probably goes, get you a sweater or something. He finds out that she, he, she gets the iPod during the swap. He shows up at the party. Oh, great. I don't have to get you one. Roy does help carry uh, Todd Packer out of the Christmas party. He does. Oh, yeah. that was nice. <laughs> that was nice. Yeah. Takes out the poopy carpet. Yeah. Just wearing yeah. a handkerchief. Yeah. yeah. I, I did think it was pretty funny when, uh, when Jim walked in the carpet, when Jim walks in, and passes Roy going into Michael's office and Roy pulls down his bandana and seems to mouth to Pam like it's Halpert that that's how I always read that moment I always I thought that was really funny because Pam laughs yeah <laughs> I could see that I can see Roy being a lot of fun at times usually if they're probably out drinking and you know whatever but uh the, there's a dark side to that which we do see I think yeah, that's definitely. that's true, and I think it's actually kind of clever the way that they kind of keep it on the peripheral, like yeah, especially mm -hmm. when they're in the pub and uh, in Crime Aid, and uh, they have that awkward moment at the bar where he's like, "You good? Okay." And then like he walks over to the table, and everyone's so pumped to see him who works yeah. in the warehouse. So um, you get the idea that uh, those guys love him for some reason. So one thing. Um... Another just little thing to throw in there. It uh, email surveillance when Jim has his barbecue. Um, he asked Pam if Roy is coming. Oh, Roy. And then she's no Roy. Oh, he can't. Um, and Jim kind of looks at the cameras. That's a positive thing. And mm -hmm. that whole thing is um, that whole occasion is about Michael crashing the party. And you can imagine that Roy, if Roy were at the party, he would not be like a good influence there. You know, mm -hmm. or he would not be like a fun kind of uh, the office like 
Jim wanted everyone to have fun and relax, and he thought that it couldn't be that way with Michael there. I think Roy would have had right. the same effect. Yeah, Jim certainly wouldn't be able to relax, and yeah, it doesn't seem like. I don't know. Maybe Kevin. Oh, you and guys Roy are could aware in the, uh, of the board in a uh, in Jim's room when he gives the tour. Okay. There's like that. I can't think of what the word is. Oh. Inspire, I, I think it is. And okay. it's got like a little warehouse guy that's dangling by his neck, and people think that's Roy. Yeah. Oh, a vision board, if you will. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I would love a, a a Roy Dunner Mifflin Warehouse shirt, would be a good good get. That'd be a good get. A little patch. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Any other Any other last thoughts about Roy Anderson? Uh, well, would you. If Pam had married her, her name would him. Her name would have been Pamela Anderson. Good. <laughs> That's I do think the closest it's funny to Pamela Anderson. <laughs> Roy is essentially he's just a very, as far as his work in the warehouse, he's just a guy who works there. Mm -hmm. He's mm -hmm. he says if I don't want to work here without Pam, that would be like loading trucks without any meaning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and he, you know he works at the vitamin store after his DUI. That's I, right? I, yeah, that's so yeah. funny. Uh, <laughs> and then. So, so he doesn't go straight to the gravel company. He's obviously gets on his feet at the vitamin store and then eventually. And he's like, what if these little pills were actually rocks? You could, <laughs> you could have truckloads of them. Maybe some of them could still yeah. contain calcium. It's like the writers make an office reunion or a movie and turns out they make the whole thing about three years of Roy's life focusing just on him. <laughs> None of the characters are in it. What the hell? <laughs> Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. There you have it, Roy Anderson. Uh, that was a, a lot of fun. Let's move on to the conference room. Five minutes. Okay, 20 minutes. Conference room. Everybody's in there. <laughs> Dad? All right, for this week's conference room, we're, we, we got a lot of good responses from our previous episode about the Scranton Strangler where we discussed the office theme park. Uh, and you guys were great, wrote in, gave us a lot of great ideas. Um. So let's go ahead and share a few of those. Starting with uh, Jessica um, sent in some other contributions. Uh, a ride that included uh, Meredith's van, which could be like a virtual <laughs> ride, like those cars you sit in that move around. Yeah. Uh, and you do something with uh, something with Meredith's life in there, and there's like bottles rolling around. In yeah. There. I like I to imagine... The I van like would be you you driving with uh, Michael and Dwight trying to get Dwight to the hospital. And you got to spray <laughs> oh, Michael and spray Dwight during yeah. the ride. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and if you don't do it in time, they like you lose yeah. or something. You can't yeah. fire him; he doesn't work in the van. But mm -hmm. uh, I was imagining, I was imagining a, an animatronic Meredith is in the car with you, just <laughs> shouting at you. Oh, my yeah. car, my rules! <laughs> <laughs> just That's driving great. wildly like it's Mister Toad's wild when, ride. When the ride it starts really slow, and then you just hear Michael's voice. I don't think she's gonna make it. Yeah. <laughs> and the ride starts. Starts and yeah. kick yeah. off going fast. Yeah. Uh, that's great. She also suggests some, a, a a shooter game that's basically paintball with Dwight, or you oh, could have nice. some sort of paintball theme thing going on with mm -hmm. Dwight. Um, there there could be Dwight's Kitty Corner for a daycare at the theme park. Ooh, uh, nice. Corn husk dolls, you know, all sorts of things that that Dwight has in the hey place. Yeah, yeah, and his and then uh, this could also be a virtual ride or a roller coaster, which is the Florida Stanley ride, in which oh, you're in a yes. convertible uh, racing through the streets of. Tallahassee. <laughs> yes. Uh, Kenny Loggins, no Messina. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, Did the same Messina. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, Lindsay also wrote in and suggested uh, Angela's cat carousel. Uh, so a, oh. a old school carousel, but they're all of Angela's <laughs> <With> cats. cats. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> That's amazing. I mean, you get eight. You can ride all 18 of her cats. And they like sometimes the horses have like names on them and stuff. So they'd have little collars on them with their names. Yes. That's oh, yes. Yes. And she says, of course, for those who wish to remain stationary and not move up and down, you can sit on the lumpy little cat beds uh, placed throughout <laughs> there. 
as well. Perfect. Perfect. Uh One one that you can't write in is just a little crib that has Philip, and it's just filled with all the cats. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, there's Uh, a limit on how many pets you can have in a studio apartment. Uh. (laughs) The okay, uh, Stephen writes in a koi pond agility challenge in the water park area. Oh, so, oh my crossing god, a, <laughs> just crossing like in, a difficult like like a yeah. thing where like things fall out from under you and you're it's trying like to cross a wipe out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The challenge the is not whether swinging. you fall. The challenge is how long it takes for you to get out. Yeah, <laughs> just dragging up. Uh, another suggestion for Meredith Madness bumper cars. Uh, bumper like card, it. right? Mm-hmm. Um, I like this a rotor a rotor style ride called Kevin's Chili Pot, which would be like tilt a whirl, but oh. you're sitting in pots of chili. Uh, <laughs> like all the way around. That's fantastic. He is to undercook yes. the onions. Yes, of course. <laughs> um, a lot of theme parks uh, have like a bus or a train that goes around the whole thing. Oh, uh, yeah. You're saying you could have a work bus that would that could, oh. you could travel through the park with God, as well. So and then it, it, ends at, mm-hmm. it, it ends at a pie shop, tires fixed also. Uh, senior Lodenstein ride, uh, the yes. creased warehouse floor. Uh, that could be like the more of the bumper cars maybe because that's kind of how you move. It's like a slicked up floor, I think, the way you move. Yeah, it could be like a slip and slide kind of a thing. Um, <laughs> I really like this, which is... A, quite a, a kind of House of Mirror Maze ride called Escape from Robert, Robert California's Party. <laughs> <laughs> you do <laughs> like Robert California's house, and there's like you know eyes wide shut people everywhere and yeah, doors that yeah. go nowhere, and you're just trying to get out of his party. The uh, last room is just great. a challenge where it's where it's uh, Ryan and Gabe dancing in the in the room, and yeah. you can actually leave anytime you want. They're like, all right, so to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All life is sex. Uh, he's got, oh, there's so many. Wow. Uh, for restaurants, you could obviously have a Diwali themed, an Indian restaurant, a Ooh. garden party restaurant, um, where you're announced as you come in. Stanley's Pretzel House Cart, of course. Um, mm-hmm. A couple they're... people sent us a suggestion for a yeah. dinner party themed restaurant where you maybe wait three hours before you eat. Uh <laughs> Their TVs on the wall uh, and, and Hunter CD playing Serenity by Jan's Candles, that kind of thing. You dip nice. your steak in wine. Nice. Yeah. Uh, he says you could have a guess your weight, like a scale, like they do in weight loss. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. yeah, of course. Um, an anger wall. You just get to punch through a wall. Uh, <laughs> Someone suggested a, a food cart or a food court that serves uh, food from Asian Hooters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Or a gift store that sells uh, Ryan's, uh, all the jars, the salsa, the pesto. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, These are great. Yeah. Did you have anything else, Edwin? I think I... Oh, here it is. Instead of a house of horrors, you have a house where Toby just pops out and strangles you. But then you have a night of the night come over to save you with his flashlight. <laughs> um, and then there was one more. Oh, park security should be dressed as knights of the night. This yeah, one oh, was for great. sure. An idea to save money uh, on your office theme park food court. D'Angelo Vickers' cousin cracked the formula for a certain popular cola. He's never had to buy it. Just saying. <laughs> couple other things. A couple other things from last week uh, that people wrote in. Brad wrote in and said, I died laughing when during the name game, Alex and then everyone was struggling to get a T. Oh, Michael <laughs> would be so happy you forgot Toby. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. Totally Last right. One for the theme park, uh, sorry, uh, a Willy yeah. Wonka themed chocolate river, and it's Gabe's sim- cinema of the uh, unsettling. Oh yes, oh yes, very uh, nice. Yeah. Sorry, like one of those and theaters where they, knows they puff air on you going. and you can feel that. Yeah. yeah, right. But other uh, other critiques, I'm sure we have many. Uh, we we <laughs> had trouble with an L, and Jessica was saying Luanda at the Alcohol Club would have been the best poll uh, oh, for that for that's that name. Um, we didn't get Troy for T. Anyway. I'll, there's all yeah. sorts of stuff we didn't get. If you expect That's us to be game. correct all the time, you clearly haven't listened to a fun show. <laughs> yeah, you're probably not listening anymore. If Just yeah. riddled with errors office. and mistakes. Yeah. I love it. I love the par- participation. If we miss something, go ahead and go ahead and tell us because uh, it only makes us better. It only makes us stronger mm-hmm. yeah, as office that's right. nerds. It does. Um, <laughs> uh, well, yeah, it uh, does. well, cool. Well, uh, I guess if you have more theme park ideas, you can send them to us. But uh, I think we'll we're done with that idea. Done. <laughs> Let's move on to trivia. 
That was a golden ticket idea. If you have more golden ticket ideas, yeah, yes. <laughs> please send them our way. Yes. Oh, sorry. One last thing before we do trivia. We had oh. a few different people uh, throw a flag on us that we for Aaron for E. I said Aaron, and everyone's like, oh, "Her name yes. is Kelly, not Aaron." Her name is Kelly. Like, that is correct. Yeah, I know, but that's. Her, I'm sorry. On the show, she's Aaron. So yeah, you know, get, get off my ass, Ed right? Truck. There you okay? go. Okay, there you go. Take it away. Boom. <laughs> Uh, all right. <sighs> Time for trivia. Let's just do our thing, collect our hardware, and get the hell home. All right, this week's trivia comes from Scott, who sent us trivia before. Thanks for sending more trivia, Scott. Great, Scott. Uh, <laughs> first question. What are the exotic meats that Dwight tells Robert California that he can get him for a party at Fruit Farms? Hippo steaks. Yes. Uh, rhinoceros burgers or giraffe burgers? Giraffe burgers. Ding, ding, ding. Correct. They'll all be goat. Uh, <laughs> next question. What are the golf... W- we'll be- talk. <laughs> <laughs> what are the golf betting games that Kevin suggests when he, Andy, and Jim go golfing with a client? This oh. is a trivia question before. Alex asked this. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh wolf? gosh. Wolf. Yeah, wolf. There's a skins or something? Yes. AC Doocy? Uh, AC yes, DC. ACDC, yes. Uh, it's like Bingo Bango Bongo. Bingo, yeah, bingo, that's bongo. one. Yeah. There's only uh, three left. Okay. <laughs> Let me know if you want them. No, earrings, earrings, earrings. Claire's. Where? <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a... Bingo Bango Bongo. Wolf. Uh, I'm about to give it to you. Okay. Uh, I... Uh, I, I would know. say give them to us. Yeah, what is it? Sandy's, Barkies, Arnie's. <laughs> oh, Barkies, Arnie's. I don't know what those are. <laughs> yeah. I, I know, I know Wolf. I know Skins. I, I don't know. I don't, oh, really? I these are, I didn't even. These know are real. These real. Yes. No, these are real. Um, uh, I play Wolf when I play disc golf. We've done that a few times. It's pretty oh, good. Okay. But okay. I don't know what Bingo Bango Bongo. That's <laughs> now that's what I want to play. <laughs> that uh, sounds like a golf game Kevin made up. <laughs> Next the golf question. game you play with Bill Shonley. Yeah. The voice of the Portland Sports of Rip City. Yes. R.I.P. to Rip City this year. Question number three. Question. <laughs> I'm going to stop you right there and leave. and leave. What are the four companies that are still considering Dwight's burger on the go device, and what is the one company that has said no? Oh, man. Sharper Image said no. No. Incorrect. Okay, well, Sharper Image is considering it. That, yes, that's right. Sears? Did Sears say no? Sears said no. Hummucker Schlemmer? Yep. Um, Hummucker Schlemmer. Two um, more. Burger on the go. Oh, There's, Home Depot, George Foreman. The, George Foreman, yes, that's correct. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. All right, nice. and I'll give cool. you I'll give you the last one, Michael's favorite uh, magazine, I think, Sky Mall. Oh, Sky, oh, Sky Mall. Mall, of course. <laughs> Question number 4. When in the Botanical Gardens, where in the hidden gem? <laughs> where in the botanical gardens did the senator propose to Angela? Uh, I, did, I didn't know the, this. In front a of the gaz- fountain, a gazebo, the replica of Monet's flower bridge. Mm. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Next question: In the in Garden Party, what part of the world does Robert California say that his body seems to have acclimated to, even though he has never been there? Southern Italy. Correct. Yeah. Uh, two more questions. Where I'm does fine, he... bitch. <laughs> I'm fine. I, for those, uh, for the listeners, uh, for, for whatever reason, our situation this week, uh, Sean and Alex's audio is pitched down in my headphones. So the Robert yeah, California right. quotes are like particularly intense. <laughs> I'm sure that sounds demonic. Yeah. Uh, where does Dwight stash I'm a lizard gang? <laughs> I wish I could hear Dying that. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I wish I could hear that the way Edward's hearing that. Uh, where does Dwight stash the chandelier in his perfect crime? Berlin. Berlin, correct. Ding, ding, ding. All right, final question. Why does Dwight tell Clark he collected cat turds? Each one was different from the last. Like? Snowflakes. Snowflakes? That's right. That's correct. 
And uh, you guys did a great job. And thank you, Scott. You did, did a great, a great job. job. Yeah. Uh, uh, coming up with some more trivia for those us. Tough thank ones. you. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, those were good. I, I, I think, I mean, gosh, we've been through so much trivia now, but I think there were some new ones in there for us. Uh, most definitely. If you have trivia and would like to stump us or stump the guys, email us, mspodcastcompany <laughs> at gmail.com. You can also call us and leave us a message. We love to play the messages on the show, 503-694-9314. We have a website, michaelscottpod.com. We're on all the social medias, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We're also on Patreon, patreon.com slash michaelscott. You can join us for five bucks a month and become a Scott's Tot. Every month you get a bonus episode and of, uh, of a mailbag episode where we, we try to answer all the questions that we get on Patreon. So it's really cool. Hang out with us there. Um, there's lots of there's lots of past episodes that are uh, available if you join, so you'll get a, a bunch of mailbags to listen to. Hours and bonus content. episodes. We've drafted uh, we anti episode draft. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, other drafts are unreleased episodes, overrated, underrated. We've got some other stuff we're working on as well that will for sure will come up in addition to the mailbag. Episodes, we sure but, do. But yeah. uh, but joining is a great way to support the show, and uh, and we also uh, donate. Uh, half of our money to Thurgood Marshall College Fund uh, and uh, so that's a great thing for us all to do together so special thanks to our Patreon members uh, love you guys so much special thanks to Ryan Lode who helps us with our social media and designs our artwork this episode was recorded in Portland Oregon over video chat thank you for listening uh, we really appreciate everyone that listens that hangs out with us interacts with us uh, on social or via email or via voicemail um, just, just know that we really appreciate it. It, uh, it really keeps us, it gives us energy to keep the show going and, uh, we just, uh, love and appreciate every single one of you. So, uh, take care, stay safe. We'll see you next week. Pippity poppy, give me the solid. Yes, Your sir, art sir. is the prettiest art of all the art. <laughs> His sloppy cares on? <laughs> She's got a way about her. I don't know what it is. But I know that I can't live without her. She's got a way. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.